Hello and welcome everyone to the very first episode of UniSharks Podcast. I'll be your host today and I am Hammerhead Shark and with me are my two fellow hosts, Lemon Shark. Hello. And Mako Shark. Yo. So, a little fun fact for about us and our podcast. So all of us have different shark names. So we're doing this to kind of just give ourselves some aliases uh, and then probably reveal who we actually are later on. Um, some of you might actually have talked to me before if you ever come from my Fire Emblem Heroes meme page. Thank you for coming, by the way. Um, we are three university students that, well, we like sharks. One of us likes them a lot more than two of us, but we like sharks. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, we're just three roommates and we always talk a lot with each other. Especially before we go to bed. We always plan to go to bed at a certain time, and then it's an hour and a half later. Because we're usually always talking about something. So we thought it would be fun just to start a podcast and just let you guys share with us our experiences. Uh, we normally just talk about games, anime, uh, stuff like that. But sometimes we also do some deeper topics. You know, maybe a little pol- political, maybe a little other topics that are important going around. But we won't try to do that that often. Uh, We'll just try to have a little more, more fun doing that. Uh, so it's kind of we'll just start off from there. The first thing that we want to talk about, especially since it just came out, is not necessarily DLC for the new Doom Eternal, because we don't want to do spoilers just yet. And also, only one of us has played it. Uh, so at first, we wanted to do some comparisons of our thoughts between the 2016 Doom and Doom Eternal. Uh, just kind of like what we like what we disliked from each or just kind of our overall experience. Uh, I don't know, Lemon, you want to start out kind of giving your thoughts about between the both games? Sure, yeah. So first of all, I really liked both the Doom Eternal and the 2016 Doom. Um, I probably liked the 2016 version more, even though the Doom Eternal has a lot more extra stuff compared to the 2016 version. Like, for example, like, the blade and all the extra different weapons and the different enemy types in Doom Eternal. But for some reason, like, 2016, like, I just felt, I don't know, more pure, I guess. Pure Doom 16. Well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't say Doom is pure. Yeah, but... it's, yeah, that's, that's the first word that came to mind. But, um, I don't know, just Doom 2016 felt like more like just Doom. And I feel like Doom Eternal, like, from the success of 2016, they had, they had to, like, try a lot more new things to be... More cool, I guess, rather than sticking to the basics. But kind, of, kind of just not repeating what the 2016 did, you know, do a little yeah. more story and all that. Yeah, which I really appreciate. Like, it's really good on the developers for adding new features and making it a different game. Um, I'd probably give, like, 2016 version, like, a 9 out of 10, while Doom Eternal is, like, maybe, like, an 8.5 okay, for so, me. Okay, okay. Yeah, but the, reasons, the reasons for me is that um, I feel like there's a lot more freedom in 2016 version. And... The, the enemy designs is a lot cooler too. For me, like in, in Doom Eternal, there's a lot more um, cartooniness, I guess I'd say. There's, yeah. there's a lot more cartooniness, more over the top. And to 16, I felt like you're more like, yeah, there's more like uh, a bombament of rage just taking on like this hellish force, you know? <laughs> I kind <laughs> of have to agree with that because like the biggest thing is the Mancubi. Because, oh, yeah, like, in the yeah. first one, it looks kind of like a weird shark thing, like the way its mouth is. It looks like a tube full of teeth. 
and then it's got the single eye, and it's like, okay, you know, from a design perspective, that's kind of cool. And then they show up in Doom Eternal, and it's like they got two eyes and tusks, and I don't know, there's something about them that makes me want to stab them in the face really fast. Which, well, I mean, you do. Yeah, <laughs> which makes it even more fun. Yeah. But, yeah, I'd also agree, like, Doom Eternal is a lot more arcadey, and I kind of wonder if that's, like, what they were going for, because it feels kind of like a callback to the original Doom sometimes, which was yeah. a super arcadey game. So, I don't know, that was just, that's just some of the thoughts I had about it. Mm, nice. Yeah, good thoughts. You got anything? <laughs> I mean, I like them both, but I, I you guys heard Michael play this already. I mean, you guys have it. You know, it's like when I was playing Doom Eternal the first time, it was it was definitely felt a lot more fast paced from a fast paced game, which is really interesting because 2016 already was fast. Mm. But then you had enemies that were a lot faster, and that was kind of a new thing, like the Marauders, for example. Yeah, because Marauders can actually keep up with you. Yeah, you, you weren't kind of used to that in some of the other games, especially the old arcade games that you were talking about earlier. Yeah, and it's even worse in the DLC, but we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, I won't. Well, spoilers. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, like, for me, after playing both of them for a lot more, I like Doom Eternal a little bit more, actually, now. Oh, yeah. Um,. But 2016, I don't know. I kind of feel it's actually a little more nostalgic. But I think it's just because of the history. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. and history of the previous Doom games before that. Yeah. Right. That might be the reason why I like 2016 more as well, because that was my first, like, Doom game I ever played. So it's oh, like, really? Yeah, I never, I never played the original, so that was my first one. And I was just really blown away by it. And I, I it's kind of like the first, the first, the first is always better than the sequel, I guess, sometimes. But... No, always, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, originally, I kind of had, like, a, I guess, a curve with Eternal, because at first I felt the same way. I'm like, I kind of like 2016 better somehow. It just felt more simple, like, more straightforward. There's so, a lot of shooting and ripping and tearing. Yeah, exactly. There's so, more strategy in Eternal. Yeah, and the glory kills were, like, they were pretty gnarly, but at the same time, it's like they're satisfying, you know? Oh, yeah. When you just hear that crunch as he beats the crap out of an imp, like just punches it and it goes flying away 20 feet. So, and then Doom Eternal, of course, he used a little blade arm thing a lot more. So a lot of the time he'll just like grab their head and decapitate them. It's like, well, that's not really as fun, but. Yeah, the punching, I missed the punch in 2016. Oh yeah, and it really annoyed me how they weakened the punch in, in Eternal a lot more. I know, oh my pistol. gosh. Yeah, the pistol's not even there. Like, and there's actual files for it. Like, yeah. people have found files for it, and it was going to be a pretty freaking amazing pistol, and they took it out. Well, okay, so there's not really a spoiler of it. Is the pistol the DLC? No, it's not. Okay. I mean, <laughs> this isn't the only DLC. Maybe they'll bring it back for the next one. Like a weapon pack? Yeah, maybe. I hope they do, because it, like, based off what I saw, it looked pretty cool. Like, you know the... Oh, you guys haven't played Titanfall, have you? No, I haven't. A little bit. Yeah, Titanfall 2, like... Some of you guys, uh, you guys, uh, listeners, will probably know about this, but uh, at some point you get a emergency pistol that has auto tracking bullets, and you're just oh. like, it's like, why didn't I have this earlier? This is better than all the rifles and guns you gave me throughout the entire game, and now when I've lost everything, you give me this. I don't know, I don't know, but uh, so. But speaking of the DLC, though, like, don't go into detail, but like, what's your 
first impressions of it like is it worth the money like do you enjoy um, the story not saying about it yeah so you know we were talking about how doom eternal does have more of a focus on story you know like you actually pick up stuff that delves into where the demons came from and how doom guy ended up there all this stuff so the thing is, my one beef with the DLC right now is that because of some of the big reveals it kind of throws out, there's stuff in 2016 that doesn't make sense anymore. Like, there's stuff I look back and I go, why did this character do this now that we know this about them? So, <laughs> and then Doomguy does something that to me seemed a little dickish. You know, like, you guys who've played it will probably know what I'm talking about. But at the same time, I can understand it, but at the same time, it's just still seems a bit much. I don't know. So just overall, there are some things that don't make sense now. And I'm kind of like, are they going to explain that later? Or have they just kind of given up on the story overall? And they're just throwing out whatever their brain vomits up at this point. Yeah. Well, so. there was a shark in there, though. Yeah, there was a shark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's actual video of the shark eating Doom guy. I never experienced that because I stayed way the heck away as soon as I saw it. I yeah, like, shout out to the shark. But I don't know. Would you say that you know, it is October and everything? We is really good for all the Halloween things that are going around now. Oh yeah, and like even in general. So if you're a Doom fan, and especially if you've played the originals, which are still way hard. Like I would say harder than Doom Eternal in some cases then you'll love the DLC. The thing about the DLC is that you have to know what you're doing going into that. Like, it expects you to know how to play Doom and how to play it well before you start. Because it'll start just screwing you over hard the instant you walk into an area. There is one point where... I don't know, maybe that's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what you enjoy. <laughs> you masochist no. there. I don't know. <laughs> no, but... um. Lemon was here for this. There's one point I missed a secret, you know, on the auto map. So I'm, I'm just thinking, okay, I'm, I'm just going to go back and grab it. I've killed everything in the entire area, this, this entire level. I'm just going to go grab it. So I walk in, all of a sudden the big hell barrier pops up, and I'm like, oh boy, okay, what is it? So I turn around, and bear in mind, this is a hallway that I'm in that's maybe 40 feet long at most, maybe 20 feet wide. So they drop a freaking tyrant, which is like oh. one of the hardest mo demons in the entire game, in that hallway with two zombies. Oh, no. I'm like, okay, all right, let's do this. <laughs> so, and then other times you'll be in an area and, you know, uh, Doom has what I like to call kind of kill areas where you go in, everything gets sealed up, and it's just you killing everything that shows up in the room. Yeah, 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 kind of like the challenges. Yeah, so some of these areas you'll have to fight two tyrants at the same time while all these different fodder demons are chasing you and hell knights. And then right after you kill them, you think, okay, I'm good. That has got to be the end. No, now there's three barons of hell chasing you, and one of them is powered up with a thing that I can't really talk about because that's a spoiler. <laughs> and he's, like, on your butt. Like, you think they're fast normally. Their speed is, like, tripled when they're on this, I'm just going to call it, special drug juice. Or buff. Yeah, the special that's buff thing they're under. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, it's like, it does not pull any punches. But for that same reason, it is so freaking fun. <laughs> because, like, uh, Lemon, you told me something the other day that, like, I thought was perfect. Oh, yeah, like, I remember listening to developers talk about it, and they talked about how in Gen 16, it kind of just gave you a power fantasy, but in Doom Eternal, they, like, make you work for that power fantasy. 
Yeah, which I really dig. Uh, I, I do get. Like I still like it, of course. But but yeah, it's they give you like they make you, they give you a hard challenge and give you hard, hard more mechanics and more strategy to make you earn that power fantasy. Yeah, it's kind of like. You know, with other games like Dark Souls or Monster Hunter, it's hard, but once you finally get through it, it is so satisfying. You just want to scream, like, at the ceiling, you know, gladiator style or something. <laughs> yeah, same with Mortal Kombat, too. Like, that's a super hard game, but, like, once you master it, you feel like such a badass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Didn't they just come out with more DLC for Mortal Kombat? No, they just announced the next DLC characters, Rambo, Molina, and Rain. Rambo. I know. Yeah. They're doing a lot of 80s. I'm kind of glad that we've been watching some 80s movies recently oh yeah last semester yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah you know we haven't watched rambo yet but we always did all the aliens and all the terminators and on the predator movie oh yeah the predators yeah, yeah. number Couldn't two through the second one because it was just not very good <laughs> me and Levin, we watched it later yeah oh, just, oh you did <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah i don't know any opinions about that movie <laughs> yeah so predator two um i appreciate what they're trying to do but i still hated it <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's definitely one of those movies that you have to watch with someone else because you just won't enjoy it by yourself. You're like, mm. you're like, I don't know. It was with me and Mako. You weren't here. Yeah, it was just over the summer when... Yeah, yeah. When we went, yeah, I went we, home. I finally watched the last Star Wars movie. You oh, that? Oh, that was a good time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's just a lot of people are complaining about it. It's not that good <laughs> and everything. And so I was like, finally, okay, we go, we'll go. It's the cheap movie, whatever, who cares? And we go, and it's just you, me, and one of our friends. And it's just like, we're just making fun of it the whole time. It's like, I haven't even seen this before. I don't know what's happening. And it's like, it was, it was actually a lot of fun watching it because of we're hanging out with friends, you know? And that's why I kind of feel like about Terminator 2 is just... Or Predator 2, you mean? Yeah, 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 sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, Predator 2 is like, you can't be alone watching it. <laughs> it's yeah. Just, it's just not as good. Yeah, I appreciate that they're trying to do something different. Like it was a really cool idea, but I feel like they just didn't execute it very well. Is it at least kind of fun? Like, because I wouldn't say Predator the first one is an amazing movie, but it's so much fun to watch. You don't care. Yeah, I'd say it was fun. Predator Two is fun. There's not very much yeah. logic behind behind what the characters are doing, but it was fun. Yeah, yeah. the main character's fun. Good yeah. character his job well <laughs> yeah. I remember watching the beginning where they're having this massive gang war and like shouldn't you be calling in the National Guard there's like guys with RPGs running around in yeah, the streets this is the 80s though yeah everyone <laughs> was running around with RPGs right now. Yeah. all the police were National Guard I guess yeah but yeah what are we talking about again <laughs> <laughs> well before Mortal we were Kombat. talking about Doom yeah oh, Power Fantasies and Mortal Kombat then, yeah. oh yeah 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 Power Fantasies oh yeah. <laughs> so anime <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, but um, I will say, for those who've played the original, if you've played Final Doom, then the Ancient Gods DLC is pretty much Final Doom. Like, you get dropped in and it's a straight, you gotta go, you gotta fight, you gotta kill everything in the room. Just pure action. Yeah. Like, Final Doom, one of the levels, it just drops you into a ring of Macubi. So, um, I have a question. How long is the DLC? Um, have you been in it already? I'm getting close. I think maybe 30 minutes I'll have it finished. Okay. So, like, enough that I can give my opinion of it. Okay. <laughs> but, like, um, what's funny about it is I was expecting maybe five or six levels. Instead, it's just three really long levels. So they just are stretched out way farther than the other ones in the main game. 
So, like, there was a point where I was like, is that the end of the level? And no, it was a halfway point on the very first one. Yeah, good to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'll, I'll definitely make sure to play it. Yeah, I'd say five or six hours at most. Okay. How much did it cost again? <laughs> I don't look at prices before <laughs> I buy it. <laughs> That's a bad idea. I just assume I have enough money. <laughs> oh. No, I want to say it's about 20 bucks. Um, oh, it's not too bad, not too bad. Maybe 15. I actually bought the year pass or whatever because i'm like i'm probably gonna buy the second dlc anyway so oh, yeah. screw it may as well and that one was like 30 or 40. yeah i mean we know that we enjoy it enough that we'll probably enjoy what comes out yeah that's like the one time we'll make an exception for pre-orders it's like when monster Hunter world was coming out you know i was already a fan of the franchise so i just said all right i'll pre-order it i'll take that risk because i know i'm probably going to enjoy it even if it's not amazing yeah Customer loyalty right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you were in customer loyalty companies, by actually making good products <laughs> consistently. <laughs> but I mean, they just, not id software specifically, but Bethesda, you know, it's a little older news, but they just got bought out by... Yeah, by Microsoft. Yeah, so I, mean, I don't think they'll do anything exclusive just now. Yeah. I don't know, because that, that bring up a lot of arguments yeah but i think they mentioned they were like right now they can't because contractually they are obligated to put out these games on every you know system yeah but i thought i read something where they were saying like yeah we're thinking about it but we're not going to discuss it really until there's even a point to it right yeah maybe they come out with a new ip or something it would be interesting or if they even brought back an old one like commander keen oh yeah that would be oh fun. yeah yeah. What's Commander King? So it's kind of like the predecessor. You want to go into detail on that, Mako? Um, so it's been a while since I've looked it up, but basically Commander Keen is another property owned by id, and while it's not like the same style of game as Doom, a lot of people kind of call it the predecessor to it. And even uh, when you look at some games like the Doom RPG, they talk about, like, they actually connect the characters. I think Commander Keen is somehow related to Doom Guy. I'll have to look it up. Okay. But. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, there's a ton of references to it in Doom Eternal, like that goofy fish with the buck teeth. That's from oh, yeah. Commander Keen. Oh, okay. It's kind of more of a side scroller, but I mean, that's kind of the style the game was back then. And then, again, he's related to Blaskowitz. BJ Blaskovich. Oh, yeah, Blaskovich, thank you. Um, Who's the ancestor of Doom Guy? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so I guess that all happens in the same world, you know. Unless Doom Guy got transported. I mean, he does go through a lot of portals in yeah. all the games. Who knows if he came back to the same world? Who knows? And actually, I've been thinking about it. So the last Wolfenstein game, which apparently sucked, they did establish that there's a multiverse going on. Mm. So they could connect Doom and Wolfenstein, and if they do what I'm praying they'll do, and reboot quake they could even connect that to it as well are you listening microsoft we want quake okay <laughs> they, they, they You're sitting on a gold mine like those those uh, tournaments not too long ago but yeah they, they really do need a reboot especially how successful their games are going right now oh yeah so i'd even argue they should connect it to quake champions which i think is a great game but you know a lot of purists will say no it's quake arena or nothing i know uh, but variety is always what's well, usually usually pretty good. But yeah, I don't know. Has there any other games they've been playing recently? 
you too. Well, I mean, you guys saw me playing Monster Hunter earlier today. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I've been playing through Warframe again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, you know, actually, sorry, like, actually, when we were fighting this really tough monster, someone got taken out. So someone had typed up as their, like, response to that, hey, do you want to just go play Warframe instead? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, they are four-man teams, relatively. There, there are some uh, modes that you can, I think, do up to eight people. But I, I guess they kind of similar, except you're fighting a really big monster in Monster Hunter versus uh, same size boss in Warframe. You know, it's just yeah. Warframe looks really cool. I just wish I could get the actual suits faster without I, paying for them. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how they keep it free. You know. Yeah, but yeah. but they're really good devs. If you want to talk about good devs, it's like they made the game free and they put so many updates out for free that people like buy stuff just to support them um i think the game itself is free isn't it yes yeah 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 basically everything on there is essentially free if you put the time into it i think other than cosmetics you have to pay for and then i mean you can make the game easier if you use in-game currency but quote unquote you can get everything for free put in hours that's why i have over 600 hours <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i really have to grind that's more than breath of the wild oh uh, yeah yeah breath of the wild that's... number two okay we're waiting for you for me <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> i mean we always wait for you oh but course. no <laughs> oh for number two yeah yeah uh, no, okay, it, breath of the wild. Yeah, we're, we're still trying to get you to play <laughs> i mean you're not really a nintendo type of guy you're more of yeah, Lemon here is not really much of a Nintendo guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you... I mean, I, I watch you play, but, like, what do you normally go for? Hmm. I usually go for a PC, mainly because I'm on my laptop all the time. Okay. So, yeah. But um, I like... There's a lot of indie games on PC that I like, but... Yeah, I, never, I started kind of late. I, I got into gaming when I was, like, 13. And I started on uh, PlayStation 2, then Xbox, then back to PlayStation 4, then PC, so... I never really had the childhood games like Mario and that growing up. I was more mm. Star Wars Battlefront and all the PlayStation 2 games. Yeah, I know. For us, it was NES. <laughs> we started with the NES. Yeah, for us, like, it was when my sister got a Game Boy Color. It got Pokemon Yellow. Yeah. We thought it was so cool. So we convinced our parents to get us Game Boy Colors, and I got Pokemon Red. Oh, my gosh. And this is when I was six years old. So, and... <laughs> I actually kind of regret it a little bit, not getting into video games, but that I got too into them. Because when I'm like 14 or 15, I just think, you know what? I need to start like going outside, and <laughs> <laughs> exercising, finding hobbies. Oh, yeah, you can't really do that right now. I'm like having a 16th life crisis. <laughs> 16th life crisis. Yeah, what, not like a half-life crisis. What do you call that? Uh, midlife crisis? Yeah, midlife, half of a midlife crisis. <laughs> whatever, you wanna, whatever you want to call that. Yeah, I definitely feel you like... Since I started later, I usually tend to get bored with game quicker. Like, I usually do, like, three or four hours, and after that, I'm just like, I'm too much, you know? Yeah. But there's definitely some games I discover now that I got really into, and I'm like, I'm really glad I didn't discover this when I was, like, 12 or 13, because I've gotten, like, really deep into it. <laughs> like, I've gotten so obsessed with it when I... Like, Mass oh, yeah. Effect, for example, I've gotten, oh, yeah. I would have gotten, yeah, yeah. like, so obsessed with it if I played it back when I was younger. <laughs> yeah. For me, it was kind of the opposite, because, like, it used to be I could only put play a game for maybe two hours at the most and then i was fried i was like okay i'm done i'm done for the day and then (laughs) 
uh, I bought Arkham's Arkham City, and the story was so good for that game. I'd be like playing, and then I'd look at the clock and realize four hours had just gone by. I hadn't even right. realized. True, yeah, that's, that's more because of the story, though. I feel yeah. like, yeah, because you want to find out what happens next, right? Yeah, for me, gaming's like feast or famine. Right now, I'm kind of in a famine, but if I get into a game, like that's all I want to do. I want to find out the story, and like I want to get into it. So I'll spend like two weeks, two weeks or so, just obsessed with it. But after that, I kind of just move on, you know. You're fried. Yeah. Do you think that'll happen with Cyberpunk? Because you've been pretty excited for that. Oh yeah, I've been. You'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's a pretty big game. I really, I'm, I'm a such sucker for like sci-fi and RPGs, and there's not very many sci-fi RPG games out there that are going to be this big. So yeah, most of them go the fantasy right, fantasy route right after right. that. Yeah, exactly. So I'm really excited for this one. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? You get to like take the shape of your genitalia that you want. Yeah. Of course. You can have two or three if you want, <laughs> well, apparently. Well, so that's, you know, that, that's the whole point of the game, isn't it? You know, well, <laughs> not just joking. I mean, it, it is, we haven't had like a game like that for a long time that you really can mod yourself. If that but sounds right. Do whatever the freak you want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like you can, I mean, there's like Skyrim, but, I mean, you chose a race, you chose a gender or sex, you know, and then it's like, you went on. And then, but like in this game, you very, can, like, you, it's very customizable, which I think is really neat. Yeah. And like, at first I was kind of iffy about when they were talking about things like, oh, you can have like two or three penises or <laughs> stuff like that. But then, you know, I was telling Lemon about this. I read an interview with the developers where they said, well, a big part of the game's theme is what is it to be human? in a world where you can, you know, artificially change yourself into whatever you want. Yeah. So right. it's really more of a thematic and philosophical approach than just like, hey, man, you want to have three-inch penises? Yeah! <laughs> or anything like that. I don't know. I just hope that we have Keanu. I just want more Keanu. I do want Keanu, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited for that part, too. I know. I really hope he has, like, some references to John Wick. Oh, yeah. Some other movies. Kill somebody with a pencil or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like in a cutscene or something like that. Have you ever seen him training for John Wick? No. It's like the most... It's kind of like giving a shotgun to a puppy. And I say this because, like, he'll go through this shooting range and, you know, pop, 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 headshot, headshot, headshot. Like, you know, he's John Wick. And then he ends and his trainer or coach or whoever, this one chick that's, like, timing him, Says something like, hey, that was really good. And he just kind of looks at the ground and says, well, I missed that target over there. I could have done that a little faster. Like, he's so modest about it. It almost breaks your heart. You almost want to grab him and say, Keanu, you did great. Okay. Just accept the praise. Yeah. It seems like a super nice guy. Yeah, I was super happy for him when it was earlier this year, during things during springtime, when he got engaged, right? Oh, did he? Oh, I thought he was married. Or is it married? I think, or that was what I was saying, he got married. You know, it's just been so long uh, since when he was younger, he lost his fiance at the time, I believe. Yeah. And that he's finally, you know. Yeah. Found someone. Yeah, which is really nice. I just wonder if she'll stay as, like, ageless as he is. <laughs> <laughs> like, 50 years from now, we'll, like, realize, wait, they really were immortal all along. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's the, oh, what is it? The heir to the Queen of England. Yeah, the Queen knights him. <laughs> it's like Highlander, only no one gets killed. I showed you that one meme where it was like the parrot 
running away and it was all the explosions. Oh, yeah. It was like Queen Elizabeth when she set off the bombs <laughs> to kill all the dinosaurs. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> Do you think she was part of the gunpowder plot? What? The gunpowder plot? Oh, yeah. Um, so a little bit of history for you guys. A long time ago, there was a lot of like back and forth between what kind of religion England should have. You know, some monarchs wanted Catholicism, some mon- monarchs wanted Protestantism. So at one point, there was a plot to blow up the monarchy by stockpiling gunpowder under the palace. So, and that became known as the gunpowder plot. Huh, so uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's actually referenced really heavily in V for Vendetta, because Guy Fox, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the guy who's most famously known for it, they actually have a kind of a festival or a holiday named after him now in England. Really? Yeah. So yeah. that's the... Guy Fox masks are what Anonymous wears and mm-hmm. stuff like that because it's supposed to represent opposition to tyranny nowadays. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. You don't see people wearing those masks anymore. But it has been a while since that movie came out. Yeah, I haven't really heard of Anonymous doing anything interesting lately. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why they're Anonymous, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> True that. I wonder if we could recruit them to fight, like, the Chinese hackers or something. Like a fist fight? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> find their locations. That, we'll go and confront them physically. We'll have 4chan record it. There we go. Oh, yeah, Wait. 4chan would love it. <laughs> we don't want 4chan on our case. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think more of a compliment, really, to them and just oh, no, right? how incredible they are, what, honestly. What were you saying earlier, Lemon, about it was, it was something we watched or something? Oh, yeah, 4chan. So when. Uh, What's that guy's name? Shia? Yeah, Shia LaBeouf, he, like, raised a flag. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something, and he's like, something about Trump not dividing us, and some people will just troll him. Like, they just go to the flag and, like, tear it down, and he eventually, like, he, like, hit it. He hit the flag into a place where, like, you, you can't tell where it's at. It's just a camera fo- camera pointing at the at the flag, pointing upwards. You can't see any buildings or nothing, and there's a live feed and whatnot. And somehow these 4chan guys were able to, like, find out where the flag was just by the shadows and by the flight paths and all that stuff and were able to take it down. I can't remember how long it was, but it was, like, less than a day or something. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's like crazy. It's like... <laughs> Using the stars. Yeah. Who does that? Like, how yeah, these guys like do it? Mission Impossible levels of ridiculousness. Yeah, I don't want to mess with 4chan. Yeah, they're, right. they're kind of like a nuke going off way, way off in the distance. It's like, it's cool. And you kind of want to watch it, but you don't want to be anywhere near it at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, you like seeing what they're doing, but you don't want anything to do with them. Yeah. I mean, 4chan, the website's in- interesting. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, we used to have a roommate that would frequent it. Oh, yeah. And- <laughs> oh, Which one was oh uh, this was Jeremy. Oh, that guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember him. Yeah, that, one, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so for any listeners that haven't had college experience, you'll have a very big mix of roommates if you allow it. Um, I mean, if you, you can obviously get private rooms wherever you're going. And, you know, especially right now. Um, I mean, we've been roommates for quite a while now. Um, so we're we're fine with each other. We know how things go. We know we're not sick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> but I highly recommend getting two roommates every once in a while because you have very fun situations mm-hmm. with new people. That is true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we probably won't talk about that often. 
Because we don't want any hate mail or text messages <laughs> from our password. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Love them all. They're all interesting, good guys. We we'll miss you, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> and Toby. <laughs> yeah, Toby. I will say, though, like, to anyone that's getting ready to go to college that's, like, scared of getting along with their roommates, you'll probably be fine. Like, most people at bare minimum just want to be treated with respect. And if you do that, you know, they're cool with you. Yeah. I remember, like, my first semester in college after a short break uh, back in 2015. Oof, we're really aging here, you know. I know, I'm so old. <laughs> Gosh, don't get old like me, kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I remember, like, my roommates were showing me Halo Reach for the first time ever. Never played it before, never seen it. Oh, well. So the actual owner of the game was super excited and kept saying, oh, watch this, watch this, something's going to happen. So the roommate I was playing with just, like, turned to him and jokingly just said, hey, man, like, stop spoiling it, you know? And this roommate, like, suddenly went dead quiet. He got up, slapped the other, my other roommate. Not like a light slap, just full on whack. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I tried to turn off the Xbox and then, like, pointed at my other roommate said, you just... Uh, like locked himself in the bathroom <laughs> and my roommate that he just slapped like we look at each other and he's sitting there with a red mark on his cheek like shocked and then he comes out of it and he like storms over to the bathroom and starts pounding on the door saying I'm gonna well for the sake of our well uh, audience audience uh, you're I'm gonna effing kill you come out here <laughs> like, I had to call my other roommate to come home fast to help me mediate between them <laughs> It was oh, the most ridiculous times. thing. Uh, fun times, fun times. But, like, the thing is, I, I never had a problem with either of them. Like, not on that level. Just because they both knew I respected them and, like, you know, their wishes, their opinions, whatever. We're also a chill guy makeup, so. Yeah. He's a deal on it. <laughs> oh, yeah, try yeah. to be. Hmm. I mean, you don't really share your food that often, but. I have cooked so much freaking <laughs> spaghetti and offered it to everyone in the apartment so many times. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, but um, so I guess one thing for us is that we do go to a school where a lot of us share the similar values. So... Uh, to you guys going to different colleges, you might, you know, have a, I don't know, an African roommate, which we had at one point. And, awesome guy. Know. Oh, yeah. He was super fun. <laughs> oh, my him. gosh. Yeah. Seven foot, no, six foot <laughs> five. <laughs> he wasn't seven foot. Yeah, he was like six five. Six five guy trying to live in a basement with, I don't know, like five foot eight ceiling. Oh, yeah. No. Not five foot eight. Uh, six foot four ceiling, I want to say. Yeah, like he walked by the light and just hit his head all the time. Yeah. And especially after he was cooking his food. Man, this guy, I swear, he put in like 20 habaneros in each like dish. They dumped a bunch of salt on it, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like. You smell the freaking salt from the other room. Like, it preserves it and it makes sense and it works well and it tastes fine. But he like burns stuff all the time. And so he run out and he's like, like yo, your, your stuff's burning. Come out, hit his head, turn it off, leave, hit his head again. <laughs> like, I really hope he's doing well. I miss him. Yeah. We actually have a fun story about him, too. Um, do you remember what happened with him, Lennon? Which story are you talking about? <laughs> several several stuff happened with him. When he burnt, when he 
burnt his tea bags. Oh yeah. oh yeah, I wasn't there for that. But um, apparently, the pe- the people upstairs thought we were smoking weed because he burnt he burnt his food. Yes, <laughs> that doesn't smell like weed, dude. Like- yeah, like I was actually in the room when it happened. He so he loved to just boil huge pots of water with four tea bags in them. Yeah. So, but like uh, Hammer was mentioning, he'd leave the room for a long time, sometimes for hours. So I was just in the living room doing homework and our smoke alarms go off and I look up and there's like smoke billowing across the ceiling. Like not enough that I noticed it at first, but you know, I shut everything off and it turns out he'd left it for so long that all the water had boiled out of the pot and started burning the tea bags. Oh, yeah. So, you know, and we were living in a basement at the time. So I open up all the windows, turn off the fire alarms, you know, get the pot off the stove. And one of our neighbors who lives upstairs comes charging downstairs saying, and I start saying, are you guys smoking Mary J down here? It smells like marijuana. And I almost got pissed. I was, I wanted to say like, you have no idea what marijuana smells like. If you think burnt tea bag smells like <laughs> marijuana. Yeah. Like, yeah. A little backstory of this guy who was very, like, I don't know how to describe like straightforward, I guess. Very blunt. Yeah. And Kinda. he, rude too just in general yeah he always meant what he said and so it's like he wasn't being sarcastic when he came down here basically that's what we're trying to say but but going off that story like you know what Mako was saying you might get someone from a different country just where there's a little culture clash that's what we're trying to say but you'll get along with them you know you'll find things to connect with and everything so don't don't really worry about that it'll be a good experience good learning experience with people. I know, like, I mean, we might are partially introvert, um, and college is a really good area to, you know, learn how to deal with people. Yeah, like, I remember one of my older sisters told me that a large part of the reason you go to a university or a college is for the experience. At the time, I thought that was stupid. I was like, why am I paying thousands of dollars to have an experience? Just give me my degree so I can get out of here. I know, right? But now that I've actually been through it, I realize what she meant. Because I have had experiences in college that, you know, have helped me change as a person and grant me better perspective, including living with roommates from different cultures and backgrounds. So, yeah, honestly, I am glad for, like, this college experience, even if it is costing a few thousand dollars. Yeah. Save your money. Spend, spend wisely. No, don't pre-order things without knowing the price. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Anything else you want to talk about? I mean, we have recently been watching, or we're trying to watch. We have a lot of homework. We're trying to watch a lot of Halloween-esque type shows, especially anime. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if any of you have watched this show, Another um, there was another. I personally have finished it, Hammerhead, myself, but my two friends here have not. It's really great watching their experience and their reactions and wondering what's happening. And I kind of want to tell them, but I'm not going to. Yeah, like the best part was watching my two favorite characters die in the first three episodes. Well, horribly, too. <laughs> I was expecting someone else to die besides them, <laughs> or hoping, I guess. Uh, I don't know what you what do you think, Lemon? Of another? Yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate it. I think there's a lot of good stuff it does. I, I like how it um, 
it's very subtle. It's not like in your face type of show where it's like, oh, crap is happening, crap is happening. It's, it's, and like the violence is like very like quick and like very, it's not like, it's not about like the gore and like all that stuff, you know? Like there's definitely a lot of violent stuff happening, but <clears throat> but yeah, it's like, I feel like it's a really well-written story. Sometimes it's hard to like understand what's happening, especially if you have other roommates talking over the show, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, I liked it. I dig it. It's um, It's a good show. Normally I don't, I haven't really been liking too much um, high school anime because I feel like for me, a lot of the characters just look the same. Like they all like have the same uniforms. But I guess it's normal because it's Japan and they all wear uniforms and whatnot. But uh, it's kind of hard to like differentiate. Di- yeah, that word. Differentiate <laughs> all the different characters and whatnot. But yeah, I appreciate it. Another, I like it. I, most of the anime I usually watch is, tend to be more scary esque type stuff. So I dig it. Yeah. Though. Okay. So for the listeners that haven't seen another. Um, it's kind of a psychological horror in a sense. There's a curse on this class and they try to combat it, um, by ignoring someone because there's like a ghost in that like modifies the records and stuff like that. And so there's someone always extra. And then the curse makes it that a person dies once a month. Yeah, either a classmate or one of their relatives. Yeah, up to, I think, two generations or anyone that really interacts with these students and knows about the curse. But no one knows who it is or what it is or anything like that. And so that's just a little backstory for you guys. Highly recommend it, uh, especially right now during this type of season. came out like 2012, 2011. Um, Yeah, I check it out. You're saying that? Yeah, I really liked the twists in it. I feel like the, the twists are written really well. There's one twist. Like the next? Well, yeah. fall? Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, other than that, <laughs> other than that, there's some really good twists I didn't see coming that really took me a surprise. Like, I really like it when shows do that, like where you, there's actually a twist where you don't see it coming. It's like, well, actually, it's like, there's a lot, of, a lot of times stuff is tropey, but I really like this one. There's a couple twists that are good. Yeah. Yeah, and like, I like that it's more, like they were saying, psychological horror. It's more classy. You know, there is, yeah, yeah, yeah. there are some pretty brutal deaths, but it doesn't go overboard with it. It doesn't do it just for shock and awe. It actually is an interesting ghost story, you know, and I really like that. Yeah. It's kind of like, would you rather watch Alien, which is a legit good movie, or Friday the 13th, which is mostly just gore and whatever else, you know? The slasher movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you that's know. what you want, it makes sense, but, like. Want a good story. Yeah, like fun in its own right, but if we're talking actual quality. Yeah. Like, I really like horror. Like, I used to hate horror, but, like, there's some sort of morbid curiosity that brings me to horror. <laughs> but um, I really like the horror that's really well written. I don't like the horror where it's, like, like Slashers, for example, where it's just trying to scare you by throwing a bunch of gore and whatnot, kind of desensitize you in a way. I like the well-written ones. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so you, you reminded me when you brought up high school. So this is high school. But it's another anime that kind of fits the Halloween vibe. Like, we've all seen clips. Everyone's seen clips. Ghost stories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the, legend, the legendary ghost stories. <laughs> oh, man. If you guys haven't seen ghost stories, do not watch the sub. Watch the dub. <laughs> uh, so funny. There's there's clips on YouTube. Uh, I mean, if you're really sensitive, I don't recommend it. But if not... Everyone should watch this. I don't, I don't, yeah, watch it. Um, and like, 
Coming from me, Mako, like I'm more of the casual anime fan of the group. Usually if I watch one, it's just because Hammerhead or Lemon or even my sister back home will say, hey, I found this great new anime. You should watch it with me. So, but Ghost Stories is one I would actually buy and watch on my own. It's so freaking funny. Yeah, except it's expensive because they know it's good. <laughs> yeah, cult following. Yeah. <laughs> Purely by accident. <laughs> Maybe maybe if we do video, we'll watch some clips or something. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, reaction video. <laughs> yeah, like there isn't 50 of those already. All right. We'll make it 51. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been fun. Have you, any other things you want to talk about, bring up? Um, yeah, I think Subscribe and like and comment below. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. We're just ha- we're just trying to have fun. We hope you guys enjoy what you listen to. I mean, we're we're still trying to figure this out. We're hoping to get better equipment if things go well. Um, yeah, we got nothing to lose. Just having fun. Three dudes having fun. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, hope you guys enjoy this. Um, yeah, we'll get see you guys next time. <laughs> All right. Peace out. Bye, my Bye. boys.